Hey, podcast listeners, Jesse here with a mini episode of Bullseye. There's one thing that I really wanted to to Ren Weschler about that I couldn't fit into this week's show, and I wanted to make sure all of you heard it. Ren will explain it on the tape. Here it is, uncut. Uh, I want to ask you about the uh, Museum of Jurassic Technology. Mm -hmm. Um, This is something that you wrote about in this new book and, of course, wrote wrote an an entire book about called uh, Mr. Wilson's Cabinet of Wonders. Um, I have a, I'm really bad at explaining what it is to people. Um, and given that you've probably had to explain what it is to a lot more people yeah, than I, I'll try. maybe you could explain what it is. Uh, well, uh, I mean, first of all, where it is, you're in Culver city and you're on Venice Boulevard and you're passing a pip printing in a carpet store and, uh, probably the top thing there is an in and out burger. If there's an in and out burger down the street and there's a Manny's auto lube and there's the museum of drastic technology and there's a, the next thing. And, and, and you go, what? <laughs> it's you, in a wholly unremarkable storefront. Like it, could not be less remarkable or like somewhere where something interesting would be happening. Yeah. And you knock on the door and usually it's closed, but if it happens to be open and you enter, it's dark inside. Uh, it's like some old uh, Victorian natural history museum or something. It's filled with vitrines, all, all the usual things that museums have. It has vitrines and it's uh, and oak panels and legends and so forth. And Handsets that you pick up. Pick and up audio audio guides, and the narration is the institutional voice of authority. Probably you would do, be good for the narration, but buttons that you press that light up certain things. parts. And, of and it's, so it's doing all those things. And it is filled with the most unbelievable stuff you have ever seen. Unbelievable because, as it turns out, it's not quite true, or maybe it is, or the stuff that isn't true. or you, There's just a lot of slippage going on. And at first you think, uh, I mean, for example, there's human horns. One of my favorite ones that I push remember was uh, the uh, protective auditory mimicry. Uh, and when you listen to the audio guide, the voice of institutional authority says that you're looking at a a, a pearlescent uh, iridescent stone and iridescent beetle, and it says that this beetle has learned to make exactly the same sound when threatened that this pebble makes at rest. <laughs> and you go, okay, <laughs> and 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 I mean it's filled with that kind of thing. Only it turns out that almost all of it's true. I mean, there's there are micro there's a, a Armenian, a Soviet Armenian refugee violinist who spent his days making carving his own hair strands of his hair the way Michelangelo would carve a block of marble and then painting them, and putting them inside the eye of a needle, and you look through these lenses and you you're sure you're being put on. But it's there. It, it's all true. It's completely true. And 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 it, anyway, it's 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 it, and and so at one level, it's kind of postmodern. You know, question all authority. What makes us just because we see the legend says that it's a human horn? Why do we believe or not believe it's a human horn? And it's an unusually lousy copy of a human horn. So you're sure that you're being put on and so forth. Only it turns out that human horns did exist, and and were in fact one of the emblems of the pre-modern. This isn't postmodern. This is premodern. This is the kind. This is where museums began. Was in collections of freakish, weird stuff. I took I took a class at uh, UC Santa Cruz uh, with a great professor named Forrest Robinson about uh, 19th century American popular culture. P.T. Barnum and so forth. Right? Yeah, and um, yeah, there was a, there was a whole lot of stuff about museums and about. Uh, performance coney island and stuff mm-hmm. 
the the beginning of the the emergence of the simulacrum, right? Right. And um, it was just a total blast of a class. And uh, we watched this. If anyone has not seen Rick Burns' uh, American Experience documentary about Coney Island, it's like one of the greatest things ever. But um, the 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 thing that I ended up writing my like term paper about or whatever was about the relationship between this time and these museums and these performance forms and the emergence of the idea of the con man is like a classic American person. And what's interesting about it to me is that these things that are completely liminal, uh, uh, which is to say sort of in the middle space between two things, not, and both of them being both of them and neither of them, Mm -hmm are absolutely the currency of this right. world, right? Right. right? That it doesn't really... What I, what I call the difference between wondering at and wondering whether. Yeah, and I mean, this, this, kind, of, um, this kind of idea that there's a, this sucker born every minute thing is actually more about, um, you know, the, there's this famous P.T. Barnum museum thing where they had a sign that said, this way to, to see the egress. And this series, way to the egress. This way to the egress, and then it would just dump you out on the street, and then you'd have to pay another nickel because egress just means exit, obviously. And the thing that makes that special isn't just that it's kind of funny and a joke, which is helps, but the fact that people are already in this space where it's not really about whether it's real or not. Right. It's just whether it's interesting and amazing. Well, it's that that kind of of thrill, the the the, the vertigo. The yeah. delight of of being conned. There is a delight in being conned, and mm. and an annoyance, and a delight, and it, 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 it's liminal right there. And and uh, uh, I mean, we we know that's true. For example, when we go on roller coasters, why would anybody put themselves through that? But because it's kind of fun to have the bottom fall out from under you. The, the bottom falls out from under you constantly at the Museum of Jurassic Technology, and and uh, I mean that's where that place lives, uh, and and. My favorite thing that happened, by the way, when when the book came out, like six months later, somebody came to the front desk and asked the guy at the front desk, are you either David Wilson or Lawrence Weschler? And <laughs> David said he was David Wilson. He said, David Wilson, the creator. Yeah, of the right. museum. And, and the guy said, come on, tell me the truth. Does that guy Lawrence Weschler really exist? <laughs> <laughs> it's, a, it's, such a, it's such an amazing thing. I know you really get a kick out of this sense of slippage right. that sense of that to use your word or free fall to use a word that you right. s- said earlier or a trap door um what really what really blows my mind about this place is that i live in los angeles right I, i've lived here for basically five years now and i'm from san francisco so you can imagine how i feel about it in general <laughs> um but it is so amazing. Like the thing about Los Angeles that people who love Los Angeles will tell you and is absolutely true is that it's a city full of secrets, right? That because you are, because I, I as a native San Franciscan would say, because you're so alienated from your surroundings, you're a native Southern Californian. So I don't know how you right. feel about this. But um, because you're so weirdly disconnected by being in your car and everything being far from everything, there are worlds that you can just kind of fall into. And it's great. It's absolutely great. And there, 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 are, there are seven or eight things like that, like the museum 
uh, here in town. And they actually kind of know about each other. And they're a little <laughs> like, like, you know, wormholes from one to the other that you can go to. I mean, right next door to the Museum of Dress Technology is the Center for Land Use Interpretation, which is has displays, for example, of police training towns. There are towns in the middle of the Mojave Desert that are that have uh, fake... Uh, you know, Wendy's Burgers and and banks and so forth and so on that, that are just like storefronts without the backs and so forth where they can treat teach police to do riot control, for example. But this place does exhibits of those towns. And, and right now they have an exhibit of the center of the U.S. It turns out that there's 73 different places that claim to be the center of the U.S., the population center, the geographic center, and they have exhibits, photographs of all of them. Well, I mean, one of the great, one of the most uh, quote-unquote authentic things in in Los Angeles is that Los Angeles has some of the world's most authentic inauthenticity. You know, like uh, Taco Bell's and... um, And donut stores that look like donuts. Yeah, and and all that kind of stuff. I mean, it's just, it's a weird... It's a weird spot. You know, they have living rooms in San Francisco if you don't like it. Well, hopefully we've inspired a, a few people to check out that Museum of Jurassic Technology. It is really, I mean, talk about your best things. I mean, that is just, that is just a magical, magical thing. Okay, well, that was for the podcast only, I guess. But, um, uh, Ren Wessler, thank you again for your time. Bullseye with Jesse Thorne is a production of MaximumFun.org. You can subscribe to the podcast free online at MaximumFun.org or in your iTunes. We're supported by donation. Visit MaximumFun.org slash donate to give.